Welcome to the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. We provide education and information on senior care topics. Here's your host, Ryan McGinnis. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving, where we give you information and education on senior care topics. My name Brian McAniff. I am here with Janet. I am the owner of Minute Women Home Care. Janet is my director of client care, and we try to give you some information, news, and various other amusings, I guess, of <laughs> what's going on in the senior care world. Uh, and so, Janet, what are we talking about today? Well, like you, I go through looking for different articles, and I actually have elderly parents that also go through, and they see an article, and they don't even necessarily know what it's all about, but they'll say, hey, maybe this is something Here's you're something interested in. Here's something you can check out. Yeah, and this, uh, <laughs> yeah, this past Sunday, there was just this brief little article that was in the Sunday Globe, and the title of it was Winnowing. And first, I thought it was a misspelling. I'm like, what is winnowing? And I, You know what that sounds like? It sounds like Charlie Sheen when he was going on that. Like I'm constantly winning. Never you would say that. Yeah, I'm like, are they win- winning? What yeah. is winnowing? What is that? Winnowing is a term that's used um, by farming, if you will, to separate grain from chaff. And I guess the best way to look at this is, you know, we all talk about downsizing. If we've got, if mom has to move to a smaller place, whatever, you talk about downsizing. But this article I liked for a couple of reasons. One is it's not just about downsizing, but it's like what's the good stuff and what's not the good stuff. Yeah. And just as a really quick background, this uh, the woman that wrote this article has a 91-year-old mother who had lived in her home for 40 years and then had to move to a one-bedroom retirement apartment. So they kind of did an initial downsizing in the past. Well, now the mother is at rehab, doesn't say what the the medical issue is, but the next stop, as she put it, is going to be to come east and live in an assisted living closer to family. And the mother at 91, God bless her, is overwhelmed at this whole thing and gave the daughter carte blanche, go in, empty my apartment, do whatever, just handle it. And what was nice is she happened to have the good fortune of dealing with a really awesome rehab with people that know what's going on. And we've talked about other rehabs. Um, And it was what she learned from rehab, which I thought was really, really interesting. And it really warmed my heart because in the past, having worked at assisted living, to know what we do, what the staff does behind the scenes, and to see that this rehab got it and was trying to help the daughter transition was great. And there were a couple of really simple things. One of the things she said was, um, and the furniture was staying behind. It was really what of all her things. And her mom was not a minimalist. Her mother was a maximist. And she had tons of clothes. And a lot of them weren't even going to come. She said, taking away her high heels, that was not such a big deal at 91. Yeah. But what about the other things? And the advice she got, there were two key pieces she got. One was, everything should match. And all right, all right. that inter- makes sense. Makes the, life easier. Well, the interesting take on it was was because the rehab told her the way assisted living staff works is there's some loving caregiver that's got six people they have to get dressed and ready for breakfast. They're going to come in and they're going to grab something out of the closet 
to have mom put on. They're not going to have the time to say, Mrs. Smith, what would you like to wear today? Let's test a couple options out. Right. Or, you know, they just are going to grab something. And if they're not careful, it can look like the guy on the beach with the plaid shirt and the striped shorts and the gym socks and the sandals, you know. And um, what they were explaining was the more put together the person appears, Mm the more positive the interaction with the staff was over the course of the day. And they saw these people as adults and not kids that somebody put in a sweatsuit. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting because they were tuning them into that and the idea that everything should be comfortable. It should all be easy to get into, easy to get out of, stretch, pockets for tissues, which is also (laughs) the bane of your existence for laundry, but that's another thing, and layering. And how many times do we hear of clients that we have at assisted livings where you could grow orchids in the apartment because it's almost 100 degrees, but the dining room's chilly. So you need to have layers. you got to be able to you provide. You to be flexible, yeah. you got to be flexible and have easy things. Um, my two cents that I wanted to add on to this is you've got to understand things are easily lost. My best advice to everybody is wedding bands, diamond rings, get substitutes. Because I watched my grandmother's wedding band bounce across the floor in the uh, dining hall one night. So it's like you get something else and you keep it at home. They still think they've got the right thing. But, um, you know, things like um, despite you can label every piece of clothing, but you're going to Come visit someday and see the neighbor wearing your mom's sweater. You just got to accept that as reality. Yeah. And, and you know, one thing, just going back a little bit with, I thought it was interesting that the caregivers were treating the people differently mm-hmm. when they were put together a little bit more nicely. I think that shows you, I don't think that shows you necessarily, I think that's human nature. I don't think that's necessarily somebody being yep. mean or anything. It's... You know, when you walk down the street and you see somebody that that is not dressed as appropriately as you would be dressed, you're going to think that, you know, what's going on? Like we've all seen somebody homeless mm-hmm. and, you know, their clothes are dirty or or their shoes are worn through. You're not going to assume that this this person owns a, a, a well-running business that um, and that these, he just, you know, people are going to assume what's kind of already in their their heads like i was reading warren buffett's book and he would regularly wear different shoes and different socks because he just didn't pay attention to that he didn't understand why would it matter if i'm wearing a, right. a brown shoe or a, a, and a black shoe at the same time but people treated him differently it because makes that, a like, difference. you're kind of a weird guy and then once they got to know him it was a bit different but if you saw a 25 year old walking down the street with you know, two different colored shoes and two different colored, well, maybe depending if you're in LA, that might be normal. But, you know, <laughs> joking aside, you'd say, what's going on in this situation? And, and why yeah. is that? And then obviously, you don't even know it. But in your own brain, you're, you're judging, you're judging, and you're changing the way that you're going to treat somebody based off of those first impressions. Yeah, they called it shallow, but reality. And and that is, it's like that, that famous piece in that movie, Pretty Woman, when she walks into some high-end store and nobody will wait on her. Yeah. And then she goes back later and they're falling all over and she's like, big mistake. You you didn't like me the first time because of what I was wearing. And it really, it, it makes a difference. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
Another thing it was talking about was, you know, in terms of things that you want to bring into someone uh, someone's assisted living facility. I mean, the furniture is a whole nother issue, but, you know, things that are photo albums that they liked. And we talk about these things from an engagement standpoint. But what the article was saying was it ended on it was really short, but it ended on a nice note because uh, the way she put it was she said her mom didn't miss the things that were missing because the important things were there. Yeah. You know, which was a, a nice thought. And uh, the article had closed out saying, which I just thought this was adorable. The daughter stopped by dinner time and uh, to see her mom. And her mother told her that she gets invited to a restaurant every single night. And her daughter just said, Mom, I'm glad you're happy and you're getting out and about. Absolutely. You know, and it was really a matter of it all came back to a few simple things. So God bless that rehab, because if more people could kind of help along that, it would make life, I think, a lot easier for the the poor little individual that's trying to find a new home. Yeah, absolutely. And those are the things that make it, you know, that make it uh, work. You know, when you're you're in your own little reality a little bit, thinking that you're going out to dinner with the gals every single night, when in actuality, you're in a a nursing home and it's the same place with the same settings, but you're not noticing the difference of it. That's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you just, you you know, with 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 dementia, it sounds like we have somebody that has dementia here. Um, not you, Janet, the person they're well. talking about. Um, but there are days where there we, are we days. all have a little dementia. <laughs> there are days, yeah. Um, but, you know, you got to do some white lying. You know, it's like, hey, listen, you know, the redirects and the white lies and let them, let them live in that reality that's not, and they're enjoying it and that's great. I think that's an outstanding yeah. way to treat somebody. And having worked with dementia, assisted living, for someone to look nice, you know, caregivers are running around doing a million things. And if they've got someone who is unhappy or they, they need to interact, the easiest thing in the world is to have a positive comment about how they look. Yep. That's a really pretty sweater, Mrs. Smith. Man, that that changed the attitude. So, Absolutely. you know, I think that everything should match. It doesn't mean they have to look like the Jolly Green Giant from head to toe or or all black or whatever. But if mix and match, you know, it it something so simple could make such a difference. And it was Absolutely. nice to see them pick up on that. And you know, obviously podcasters can't tell, but I'm a real tall guy, and I know that when something doesn't fit the right way, with my strange proportions, I, it, there's no point of even trying to convince myself in my own head to buy it, <laughs> even if I like it, because I'm never going to wear it because you wear that piece of clothing and you're uncomfortable. It You're going to be thinking about it all day long and you're self-conscious about yep. it. And so if somebody's not comfortable in what they're wearing on a day-to-day basis or they know that they look uh, I don't want to use that, that word like ridiculous, but they don't look matching and they don't look like they normally would be on a day-to-day basis, then they're going to be uncomfortable as well. Just because you have a disease doesn't mean you can't tell what's matching and what's not matching. But in yeah. some cases, you can't. I mean, everybody's different. That's what's interesting about aging and how people react to different situations. But, you know, like you said, if everybody's got, you know, if you if you stay with the bottoms of blue, green, red, and beige, not, not red, blue, green, and beige, you know, earthy tones, yep. and your uppers are earthy tones, you can mix and match all day long, and, and 
Nobody's going to know the difference. Exactly. But the, the plaids and the polka dots Absolutely. can get a little wild. <laughs> Absolutely. That's going to be the, pro- the problem. So excellent. Well, thank you very much, Jana. That's a good point, and it's a good uh, thing to think about when somebody's in a nursing home or even in assisted living that they get because they get help uh, getting ready for the day there as well. And Made life easier for the staff. Absolutely. That makes them happy too. All right. Thanks, Janet. And thank you all for very much for listening, and we will catch you on the next one. Happy 2019.